Welcome back to the Brick House Podcast, Season 3, Episode 4, back in the studio, back in the lab. Definitely not a studio, definitely not a lab. Definitely my apartment in Brooklyn. Joe is in a secret location in Queens with the one, the only, Joe Brennan. What up, man? Hello, sir. How we doing? I am wonderful. I got a uh, cold filet mignon ready to be eaten. Are you going to warm it up or are you just going to eat it cold? No, just raw. Do you you like it raw? I am not going to answer that. (laughs) You can use your imagination. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it I love that we're not even admitted into this podcast. We already made a Wu-Tang reference. That's a good start for us. By the way, talking about starting for us, like, review, subscribe to the podcast on all of your platforms. We're back up on Spotify. There was a hot second where we weren't on Spotify. Then I went and complained angrily about it. By the way, if you want to call us up, be a part of the show, uh, let's hit that hotline number, people. And that number that you can call us on is 917-740-6429. Once again, that's 917-740-6429. Follow us on Instagram at at Andrew Pissarro and at Brickhouse Pod with no C. You guys know what's going on. And you guys know what's going on. You know how we start every episode. Joe, top of the queue. What you listening to? So, there's a new Tuche Amore album called Lament. I haven't been too big into Tuche the past few years, but... You haven't been into Tuche pl- in a minute. I know. Well, they were they were one of my favorite hardcore bands for a long time. But this new album, Lament, it came out of nowhere. I was I was not expecting this good of an album from Tuche Amore, a band that's been around for maybe, I don't know, 15 or so years. If you're looking to smash your face into a wall of emotion, check this album out. And secondly, the new new old old j electronica album act two so apparently it was supposed to drop maybe like eight or ten years ago but for a number of reasons clearing samples and whatnot it just was shelved but it leaked part of it leaked about a month or two ago so i guess j electronica just said fuck it just released the whole thing and i'm gonna say he might be having the best year of any rapper released two fire absolutely amazing albums this year and there's a new song by this british group called salt s-a-u-l-t they're kind of like uh funky like dancey but like solely i don't know check it out but like vibes they're yeah they're like in the pocket kind of shit but are there vibes i'd say more in the pocket like if you have vibes in your pocket like you know in napoleon dynamite when they got tots in their pocket. Napoleon, give me some of your tots. No, go find your own. Come on, give me some of your tots. No, I'm freaking starved. I didn't get to eat anything today. It's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Yeah, the name okay. of the track's free. Check it out. Andrew, what you been listening to? So I'm going to kick it back to the last episode. I talked about uh, one of Griselda's like founding main ra- uh, rappers, which was Benny the Butcher. And actually, this project came out a minute ago, and it's The Liz by Armani Caesar. I really like this album. Uh, female rapper... Coming through the Griselda pipeline, which is obviously West Side Gun, Conway the Machine, and uh, Benny the Butcher are kind of the main parts. And I'm really like this was really good. It was it was a short album. Like I don't even know if I would really. The album is only 25 minutes, so very quick listen. There's a couple Benny tracks on it. Drillarama, I really like the Conway's on it. West Side Gun is on it, but yeah, I think. I, th- I really liked it. It's a quick album. She's got, she's definitely got talent when it comes to rapping. 
I would say give it a give it a, a test out if you like anything from Griselda, which obviously we've talked about, you know, most of their albums at some point on the podcast that have been dropping recently. We obviously saw all of Griselda perform last December. And then the other track I wanted to talk about briefly was uh, the new Kanye track that he dropped amidst, you know, also attempting to run for president because he needs to do that for some reason. I saw my the first Kanye West for president 2020 bumper sticker yesterday. Oh, did you really? What did you think of it? Was it well designed? It was kind of small. I was expecting... Who's his VP? I have no idea. Common, I hope. <laughs> I Actually, I mean... <laughs> I'd vote for that. Like, I, I would. Like, I'd vote for a Kanye West and Common project at one point. If we could get that happening again, that'd be pretty fucking dope. Where were you driving that you saw this? Garden City, of all places. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's just some dumb white frat kid whose parents are probably voting for Trump and he thinks he's rebelling. Nah, it looked like a middle-aged white dude driving a pickup truck. It was so bizarre. I can't imagine seeing a Kanye West bumper sticker on a pickup truck. Being driven by a middle-aged white dude. The middle-aged white guy thing doesn't really, you know, because Kanye West is to some extent like, he's our Beatles to some extent, and I don't feel bad saying that. Everybody our generation has a favorite Kanye album. Like, and if you don't, you either are just exclusively listening to country or are secretly lying or are a Taylor Swift fan, which I, I think you could still kind of qualify as the first of those two. But uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it has to be like necessarily have to be like being I, like, I can see a white guy doing that. That doesn't really get me. That doesn't get me thrown off by that much. Uh, but he put out uh, this track, na na na, which I didn't, I didn't like. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh my God, it was awesome. Listen to it. It, it was not, it was average. And, and like, yeah, I heard it and I said, nah, literally, nah. literally, uh, but I more or less wanted to talk about it because the album artwork was awesome. Um, it's like a it's like a highlighter pink background with a yellow circle and like this uh, retro looking skeleton on it. Did it remind you of anything? Uh, yeah, it literally looked like he ripped off friend of the podcast Space Cadet at Space Cadet Arts, uh, which is where I have I have a print on my wall from him. I have a T-shirt from him. I actually bought my brother a, a print for his dorm room from him we're try- desperately trying to get him on the podcast it's been discussed on multiple occasions and it just hasn't come through but he's um, he's an amazing like old school artist which you should follow on ig um his work is really really good i highly recommend it to anybody who listens if you listen to this podcast and you actually like what we're talking about you will love this instagram page uh like i said at space cadet arts uh, it really looked like one of, I, I was literally scrolling, I was like, oh, that's a dope Space Cadet thing, and then I realized, nope, that's that's from Kanye, not, that's this is a complex post, not Space Cadet, so that was weird, but yeah, I, I saw that, so, like I said, I, I just wanted to give a shout out to Space Cadet, because he's always doing good work. Did you see that uh, Eddie Van Halen and Steve Perry were in the news the other day? Uh, R.I.P. Eddie, as we said uh, on episode two, we're officially growing our hair out in memorial of Eddie Van Halen, and I don't feel like cutting my hair anytime soon. Mine's already grown out. Yeah, I know. It looks better than mine. I don't really want to talk about it. Thanks. So apparently back in 1978, uh, Eddie Van Halen got into a bit of a mishap with Steve Perry, the at the time lead singer of Journey. Eddie Van Halen happened to have a bowl of guacamole within his reach, and I guess he felt the need to throw it at uh, David Lee Roth. But I guess That checks maybe- out. That checks out. That for sure checks yeah. out. But I guess maybe he had bad aim, or maybe he was drunk, or who knows? Could all combination of the two. I would anticipate that David Lee Roth is a little bit more agile. Like I would say that that was not the first time that something had been thrown at David Lee Roth like that. Maybe that's where they got the inspiration for Jump. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> but anyway, so this this 
heaping bowl of guacamoles flying across backstage. It misses David Lee Roth, and it hits Steve Perry, and he gets guacamole on himself. And allegedly, he starts sobbing like a baby. Part of the story, which you sent me, Roth sparked a food fight that left Journey singer Steve Perry crying and covered in guacamole. And at one point, he needed to be buckled into a straitjacket so that he'd settle down. You know what? I I could see it happening. I 100% believe that this happened. And apparently people are coming out and saying it didn't. But I understand that Steve Perry is just trying to repair his image. But this definitely happened. There's no, no way no. this didn't happen. This I, is I like... will not stop believing David Lee Roth's <laughs> take on this story. Okay, so uh, Joe, I'll say this. Who, which celebrity would you like to con- uh, to commit an act of minor inconvenience like this upon? Purposefully? Yes. Easy, easy. I would purposely go up to Stevie Wonder, take the gla- glasses off his head so he couldn't see where he was going. It's kind of fucked up. That's kind of fucked up. That's like that's like not that's like that's like not a minor inconvenience. That's just like that's just mean. That's like the old that's the old um You dumbass. The joke is he can't see anyway. I know that's the point, but actually Steve <laughs> uh, that that's the wildest thing about music is that everyone thinks Stevie Wonder's blind when he's really not blind. That's like the old Helen Keller joke where it's like Not, that yeah. one went right over my head. Yeah, it's so, well, unlike the, the bowl of guacamole for Steve Perry. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's amazing. I would say um, if I could do anything that like minorly inconvenient Justin Bieber, because why? Just why? But what would you do to minorly inconvenience him? I I th- I would honestly let's stick with the guacamole thing. Like Eddie Van Halen did it. He's a fucking legend. Like why would I not just stick with the Eddie Van Halen thing? You know what I mean? I feel like with him, it'd be funny if you took all of his right shoes and replaced them with identical left shoes. Ooh, that's a good one. So he only has left shoes? Correct. Okay. I would also, I mean, I, I would do one simpler. I'd just take all the laces out of all of his shoes. I That's not bad, but I feel like he'd have more of a what-the-fuck reaction if <laughs> all of his shoes were left, were left feet. <laughs> I also thought of Alec Baldwin, but I don't know what I'd do to him. And I don't know why I thought of Alec Baldwin. I think you could just yell at him because he likes yelling at people. So just give yeah. him a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, I, I think that's where I, I came up with. I mean, shout out of, of celebrities with minor inconveniences. Rick Moran is getting punched on the Upper West Side recently. Just shows that New York is well and truly back. And uh, speaking of other minor inconveniences, I don't know if I'm... I, I need you to let me know if I'm getting too old and cranky here. I'm not pumped about Halloween this year. Like, and to be totally honest, I don't know if I really get pumped for Halloween anymore anyways. Like, Halloween in college was the best time of the year. It was a four-day weekend. We dressed up every night. We went out every night. We got absolutely blasted. We had parties. But, like, Halloween as, like, an adult low-key kind of sucks. Because unless you have a party to go to, there's nothing worse than going to the bar on Halloween when you're, you're in a costume, you've got, like, stuff that you're trying to do. It's like, oh, I'm, like, in this costume for something that I only, like, I spent $80 on this costume that I'm only ever going to wear once. And if I wear it again next year, everyone's going to look at the Instagram and be like, oh, he's just wearing his same Instagram, like, his same costume from last year. And I'm just like, unless I have a party to go to, Halloween is the worst. Sir, Not you are worst. mistaken. Sir, you are very mistaken. Okay. You are forgetting that the past two years you were invited to a ripping Halloween party, but I'm sorry. because you choose to be employed like a like a fucking loser, you missed the Halloween party. 
So what Joe's the, an- saying the answer the answer to your your qualm is just have a Halloween party yourself and just have a great time. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think I think that's what I've really come to the, the fruition is that like Halloween is not one of those Halloween is not a great bar holiday. Once no, you like no, you no. hit you hit a certain point in your life where you're not in your college town and like not all of your friends are at the bar and it not it becomes not a fun time anymore. Like if it's an office party, if it's a it's a party at college, it's awesome. But once you get out of college, Halloween yeah, no, is Halloween is like a house like slash backyard party. For sure. For sure. And like that's the thing though, like one day we'll do this. We need to do like the top five holidays for the bar and the top five holidays for having a party. And I'm at that point in my life where fourth of July and Halloween are have to be parties. Like I can't I, I can't, like I hate going to the bar on the fourth of July and I hate going to the bar on Halloween. Unless there's like a ton of space. And the other, I mean the other problem is we're here in New York and it's like there's a fifty fifty chance that it's gonna be rainy and fifty degrees outside and it's like, oh hey, I tried to do something cool and awesome, but now I'm like adding a coat and like a hat to it. So like I dressed up as, you know, XYZ, but you can't tell because I'm wearing like a heavy jacket and it's raining. So are you not dressing up this year? I haven't decided. Um, I was looking at a. I've been. I've thought about being Ferris Bueller from Ferris Bueller's Day Off every year since I was like, you know, saw the movie and I saw on Amazon that like there's a a, a full on like costume kit for like forty five bucks. I was like, you know what? Like I could do it this year. I could probably like pull it back out in a couple years. You know what I mean? And I thought about. I haven't bought it yet. And then I had ideas and things changed recently that. I don't know. Like, I haven't decided if I'm just going to do them by myself or if I'm going to try to find other people to do them with. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm in like, I'm in a weird spot for Halloween. It's just like, I don't know. I, I, I will say there is nothing better than like a Halloween, a good Halloween playlist, like fucking Monster Mash and like some of the other like Halloween bops are the Twilight Zone theme song. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could even put Monster by, uh, um, Kanye and, and, uh, um, Nicki Minaj on there, like you could put Zombie a, by that band, like the Cranberries. The yeah, the Cranberries. By the way, apparently there's a Miley Cyrus version of Zombie that came out recently that is uh, is I saw people claiming that it was very good, and I'm not a, I'm not a Miley guy here, but at the same time I can recognize that she has a very good voice. So the idea of her covering Zombie sounds like it would check out. I have an idea for a Halloween costume, even if I don't go out this year. There, there is. So I have a leftover medical coat from college, back yeah. in my college days. As yeah. you know, um, so I was thinking of like having like a combination of like city MD and like a hot dog cart. So I'll go downtown and I'll set up like a quick stop like vaccination booth, and I'll be like, you can get yourself a dirty dog and clean up that immune system. I see the vision. I, I see what you're talking. About. I- I'm picking up what you're putting down. You know, I just want this damn pandemic to be over, man. I just I just want to be able to go to the bar and shoot pool and listen to good music. I, I don't think that I'm asking for too much. Wear a mask. That's your public service announcement from your local doctors. <laughs> we'll catch you next time on the Brick House Podcast with Andrew Pissarro at Andrew Pissarro and Joseph Brennan. And this is my house.